Welcome to The Sunday Soother, a podcast, newsletter, and community about authentic living and compassionate personal development. I'm your host, Katherine Andrews, a life coach, online teacher, and writer focused on self-reflection, mindfulness, and how to create meaning in our everyday lives in practical ways. Join me weekly for conversations about personal growth, spirituality, self-discovery, and self-care, and how we can navigate this messy world with hope and humanity. Hey, hey, Soothers, this is Katherine Andrews here, and welcome to the Sunday Soother podcast. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. If you're new, my name is Katherine Andrews. I'm a life coach and online teacher um, living in Western Virginia, but currently coming at you from the banks of the Tippecanoe River in Northwest Indiana. And I am recording outside, so you may hear wind chimes, river birds, wind rustling. Also, maybe sometimes less enticing sounds like a lawnmower or a chainsaw. <laughs> so, but it's just, it's really lovely out today. Um, we had a big, big, big storm uh, a couple of days ago. In fact, there was a tornado warning and the tornado sirens went off and I was like, what is happening? AJ, who grew up in Indiana is like, this happens all the time. We're fine. And I'm like, do we need to go in the bathtub? <laughs> I mean, I was like taking it seriously. We were fine. But overall, um, the river is just, it's been so high lately. Um, so it's really almost quite up to the banks of, of where I'm recording because of all the rain that we've had the past few days. But today it's sunny. And yeah, I just wanted to come in and talk a little bit about a message on leadership that I've been noticing. So I know that you guys know that I've been promoting my highly sensitive person leadership academy. This is my coaching course community program for highly sensitive people, um, heart-centered, empathetic people who want to step into a new model of leadership to help begin to change the world in the way we know that it needs to happen. Um, and it is opening to the waitlist on September 5th. And so I've been having lots of discussions with people about leadership. Um, if you're on the waitlist for HLA right now, you know that I've been sending out essays and lessons um, on what I'm calling leadership summer school. Throughout August, I'm sending out essays on stuff like how to use our menstrual cycle and work with our menstrual cycle as a leader. And if we don't have a cycle, how can we work the moon and the cycles of nature um, for our energy levels? I talked about the principles of feminine leadership um, and how to discover if you are an innately a more feminine or masculine person. Um, and you know, lots of other stuff that'll be coming up. And so if you want to get those emails, just go to katherinedandrews.com, uh, backslash, backslash or forward slash, well, slash HLA, <laughs> lowercase HLA, and you can get those too. But it's been interesting because as I've been talking to people who are interested in the program or considering it, or just other people, just as we're kind of philosophize, philosophizing and like shooting the shit about leadership, I've really noticed a theme where people are interested in HLA, but they're like, well, I'm not a leader. So this program isn't really for me. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that today, because I, I don't believe that I, I do think that innate within each human is the potential for leadership. And it just may not look like what you think it's supposed to or should look like, or it may have been dimmed within you. Um, and I wanted to talk about a few reasons I see that today. So I've had some really interesting conversations. I'm going to, I'm going to share a few of them with permission to here, but the first reason, you know, first off, I just want you to pause. And when I say leadership, what comes to mind for you? Does an image of a particular person come to mind? Does a definition come to mind? Does an energy or a sensation in your body come to mind? So bring to mind the word leadership and just notice what comes up for you. 
Okay, so that's just a nice little noticing, right? What is your automatic reaction to the word leadership? What does it automatically conjure for you? So when I talk about leadership, I think a lot of people, especially sensitive people, may have an innate um, energy of, of pushing it away or feeling not welcome in the concept of leadership or seeing leadership as something that doesn't feel safe to participate in. And there are a ton of reasons for that, right? So when we look at the constant or the current model of, of leadership in our culture, leadership is really right now about power, hierarchy, domination, control, exploitation, right? So it's about this like particular version of what we think a leader needs to look like and how we exert power over others. And there's a very unhealthy masculine energy to it. And so a lot of us see that and we're like, I do not want to be in leadership. Like when I think of a leader, I think of a like stereotypical middle-aged white dude in a suit in a corporate boardroom, or I think of uh, a president, any member of a political party, or I think of somebody who is wielding power in a way of hierarchy over other people, or I think about the dynamics of power of exerting control. Or I think it needs to stereotypically look like this. It means pantsuits and public speaking, right? And so all of these uh, associations of leadership may come to mind that just do not feel good to us in our bodies and our hearts. And that is totally understandable, right? Because that is what leadership looks like in our culture today, especially in American culture and Western culture. And no wonder there's kind of a repulsive connotation for that because we have seen the ill effects of leadership used as domination, hierarchy, and power, right? And so it makes sense that a lot of us are like, I don't want any part of that. I'm opting out. That is not something I relate to. That is not in me, right? And so we're looking at leadership as a concept like over there, right? It is this predefined concept of masculine energy, power, domination, hierarchy, control, quote unquote, professionalism, dressing, looking a certain way. And we just don't see ourselves in that. Right. And I understand I don't see myself in that either, although I did spend a lot of time in that world because I had a long corporate career. So there was the pencil skirt and the public speaking and the (laughs) boardroom stuff and the PowerPoints. Right. But it's not at all how I see my model of leadership now. Right. So first and foremost, what may block ourselves as seeing ourselves as leaders is the current association and the current way leadership is modeled in our society and our innate repulsion to that, which makes a lot of sense. Second, so you may, you may or may not, you know, wherever you are in this, you may have been an innate leader as a, as a child or into your teens academically into high school or college if you went to high school and college or in your early 20s. Um, you may have been somebody who was enjoyed being on a lot of committees, ran for, you know, um, school leadership stuff, right? Or done a lot of volunteering or was active in your communities, right? Um So I do know a lot of highly sensitive women who had that story, right? They were innate leaders as children, adolescents, teens, and young adults, Um, whatever that looked like for them. They were, you know, volunteering for climate action. They were on um, particular committees in their school. They were valedictorian, right? So there was a lot of leadership that was available to them and that they enjoyed being in. And then what I find is that kind of a couple things may have happened. And I was definitely talking with a past um, client about this in my Instagram DMs and reflecting on this experience. She's talking about how she was a natural leader in school. Um, so when a couple of things can happen, though, to kind of like block and then shrink that innate natural leadership energy that we we may have been born with. Somebody may have um, wounded you around your leadership, whether you were a child or a teenager or a young adult. So this wounding may have looked like calling you bossy, 
um, saying girls shouldn't be like this. You're too much. Um, you know, somebody making fun of you for wanting to lead or thinking that you are a leader or could be a leader, somebody kind of shrinking your innate leadership abilities. So I find that this can happen. Uh, childhood, you know, definitely lots of um, beautiful young girls out there being called bossy or being told that they're they're too much or wanting to do too much or they're they're just generally, you know, too much. We get that a lot that a lot as a message as a sensitive person. Um, and then sometimes in in teenagership and in adolescence and young adulthood, there can be a message too that like people won't like us if we're that powerful, if that if we're that much of a leader, if we if we want to steward and activate and inspire other people and lead movements and lead organizations. And there can be an, a realization. It can be very subtle. Sometimes it's outright stated by somebody else that wounds us, or sometimes it's just something we start to realize that we are going to suffer if we continue to step into our leadership. Um, maybe a boy liked us and we liked them. And the boy said something about us being too bossy or being too much or too powerful. Maybe a teacher said something, maybe our parents said something, or maybe it was our group of friends, right? And so there was somebody in that space who may have dimmed our light around our leadership. So I see that happen, right? The other thing I see happen is that you may continue this leadership. You may have a very, um, beautiful style of leadership. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of, you know, the archetypes of, of like, um, all the Reese Witherspoon characters, like maybe not Tracy Flick. I'm not really saying that energy, but like you're, you're powerful, you're smart, you're in control, you know what you want, you have a vision, right? And then you carry that through your academics, high school and college, um, graduate school, if those are parts of your story. And then you get into the traditional workforce and you, you're like, great, I am going to be a leader in the workforce. And you have all the optimism and energy in the world in your 20s and throughout your 20s and maybe into your early 30s, it is possibly like slowly drained out of you because you are trying to bring your innate leadership talents as uh, a woman identifying person into a patriarchal structure that will dim your light, that will drain your energy, and that will kind of realize make you realize or make you believe you cannot lead and you do not have what it takes to lead, which is not true. But when you get into those patriarchal structures, when you start to see men promoted over you or other people, um, you know, who are getting opportunities over you, getting raises over you, getting the speaking opportunities over you, getting the leadership opportunities over you, you start to wonder, maybe I actually don't have what it takes. Maybe I'm, I'm not cut out to be a leader. And so in both those instances, whether it was somebody who was kind of dimming your light in childhood or adolescence or young adulthood, or if your if your light was dimmed and your self-doubt set in as you attempted to lead within a, a traditional patriarchal workforce, I just want you to even name and notice, did that happen to you, right? Did somebody take away your leadership potential from you or make you doubt it? And that is something that's quite possible, right? Um, I certainly feel like that happened to me. Um, I was not, you know, I was, I was a shy kid, so I wasn't really trying to lead in high school. Um, a, a little bit more I did in college. And then when I got into the workforce, I, you know, had just enough success, right? Like I was really good at my jobs. And so people would promote me and give me raises and stuff, but there was always a sense of like, 
I didn't have what it took to really advance to like a more senior level. And that was messaged explicitly and implicitly. And it was always kind of mysterious. And I was like, well, what is this like thing that I need <laughs> to become a real leader in the workforce? Right. And so I became, I, I began to doubt myself truly around this sort of stuff. So what I want you to know is that that's not true, right? You do have leadership potential and leadership ability, but because the existing structures may have made you doubt that, you may have decided subconsciously or consciously that you are not meant to be a leader. And I want you to begin to question that, okay? Because I don't think it's true. Finally, the other place where I see people question if they're meant to be leaders are people who are in um, fields that are not the traditional nine to five or traditional workplace. And so I wanted to read a message that I'm sharing with uh, permission from somebody who posted it inside of my Sunday Seether Slack, um, where we're discussing the leadership summer school essays. So this is from this woman who allowed me to share it. And it's really beautiful. She's a film director. Okay. So she writes, I'm really digging this email series. And I'm finding that the language is already helping me to lead more authentically. I'll be honest, I thought this series wasn't really for me since I'm a filmmaker and not in the nine to five space. And I've never have been. But it just went through a round of feedback on my film that really shook me. And I think what was underneath it was my desire to lead with more feminine energy, which can be tough in a very male-dominated space. Getting feedback is obviously very vulnerable across the board. But I noticed that the feedback I received from most women was connected, thoughtful, supportive, etc. While the feedback from men that had gone to film school was very cold, disconnected, focused on what wasn't working without tying it back to the story. I had a very intense emotional reaction to the feedback from these men. And after a lot of reflection, I realized it was because that is the exact opposite of how I like to lead or give feedback. When I asked some of them about it, they brushed it off saying that all notes were good notes. And that's how they learned to give it in film school. They were used to it. But I pushed back saying, what if there was a different, more connected way to give feedback? Why do we have to do it as it's always been done? I don't know if that landed for them, but it did for me. And I realized I wanted to go about things differently in my little corner of the world. Thanks for sparking all these thoughts, Catherine. And I will say you are welcome. And thank you for sharing your thoughts, because I think this is important, because I think what also blocks us from thinking that we don't have leadership potential within us is that we are not in a traditional nine to five, or we have opted out of that. Maybe you're a parent who's staying home with their family, Maybe you're somebody who has worked only in creative spaces. Maybe you're somebody who's never worked a traditional nine to five job. Maybe you work in retail or in the service industry. Um, maybe you don't work at all. Maybe you're somebody with a disability or a chronic illness who isn't able to be in the workforce. And I, I just want to say like, you are leaders too. Okay. You do not have to be in the nine to five or traditional workplace to think of yourself and to begin to act as a leader. To me, that is absolutely a very, very deep truth. I 100% think that leaders are needed in, in every aspect of every corner of this world, right? We are <laughs> in a deep time of change that's going to need a lot of support from a lot of different people. And so if we're focusing leadership just on nine to five or nonprofits or traditional workplaces, we're going to be missing out on a lot of areas of this world that also need transformation. We need people leading authentically in their families. We need people leading authentically in their religious communities. We need creative leaders who are changing the film industry or the music industry or the theater industry, right? Um, we need leaders who are helping in their in their neighborhood communities, in their local communities, and their and you don't have to run as an elected official or anything either. I'm I'm just talking about people who are modeling authentic leadership, which means being in your power, um, making difficult decisions, 
centering yourself, modeling emotional regulation, um, choosing what's best and highest for the community and the people that you care about and mean to lead, starting a mission, right? Um, and so I just wanted you to give you that permission to think of yourself as a leader. Leadership is not tied to the workplace, okay? So many of us, you know, we can really understand by now that we may have tied our self-worth to our productivity or our status in the workplace. And I, I want you to take that concept that maybe you've been undoing, which if you have been, great job, because that's also really hard. But I also want you to disassociate the concept of leadership from the traditional workplace. Leadership happens everywhere. It happens at every status of every job, um, at, at every level of the world outside of, of jobs. Um, leadership is is more an innate thing about who you are that inspires other people to act in integrity. And I think highly sensitive people have that ability in spades. So I guess that's where I'll close out today. I wanted to leave that message with you. If you don't see yourself in a traditional dominant portrayal of leadership, if somebody dimmed your leadership potential or made you doubt your leadership potential, or if you're in a field outside of traditional nine to five, or you're not working at all for whatever reason, you're still a leader. If that calling is in you, it's a seed that deserves to be nurtured and desires to be nurtured and express. You have the ability to model yourself with integrity, to make difficult decisions, to support and lift other people up, to inspire other people. You have the potential to lead and the world needs you as a highly sensitive person who's empathetic, justice-driven, caring, caring about the community, about sustainability, about the world, about the earth, about nature, about the well-being of other people, about the well-being of marginalized communities. You are a leader that is needed. And I really just want you to question if you haven't seen yourself as a leader, or if that's not something you feel like you don't get to carry the, the mantle of that title, I just wanted to challenge that today. So I hope that's a little bit inspiring to you, a little bit helpful. If if you are beginning to see yourself as a leader and you're willing to consider yourself that you do have leadership potential, which, spoiler alert, you do, sign up for the waitlist um, for HLA if you're not already in it. And HLA will open to the waitlist uh, with a discount and with bonuses on September 5th. Um, and I, I hope I will see you in there because HLA isn't going to be a traditional leadership program. It's going to be a leadership activation program. It's going to show you how you can grow through your own self-development, your own consciousness, your own healing, and your own work to bring that energy of leadership, to model it throughout the world, um, to help create the world that, that we want to see going forward. So sending all my love out to you guys today. I hope I see you uh, in the Leadership Summer School series or the HLA waitlist. And I just hope you have a beautiful week ahead. Talk to you later. That's it for this week's Sunday Soother. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a moment, go on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That's how other people find this podcast and the message of hope and compassionate personal growth I'm hoping to spread to many more people just like you. You can find me on Instagram at Katherine Andrews and find out more about The Sunday Soother at thesundaysoother.com. You can also check out my services, courses, and coaching at katherinedandrews.com. Have a great day ahead.